Ladies and gentlemen, you are watching Breaking Tables on Halloween. This is Epic B. And this is Tampanil. <laughs> what is your costume, Tampanil? What the heck is that? You're scaring me, bro. I'm Jack Skellington from, um, what the hell is that called? Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, no, I can know. I know. You just much yeah, scarier. Yeah. Guys, this is Breaking Tables. Let's have some fun tonight. Happy Halloween, oh, everybody. No! Our table! Woo! You find us, we breaking the tables, we tailgating, breaking them tables, breaking them. You know the mafia dangers, you see us, we breaking the tables, we breaking them tables, we breaking them tables, we breaking them tables, we breaking them. The podcast breaking tables, you see us, we breaking them tables. Neil and Brian is breaking the tables, the mafia baby, you know that we dangerous. Everybody know. Don Brown. All right, all right, all right. Happy Halloween, ladies and gentlemen. You are watching Breaking Tables Monday night, uh, special hour, seven o'clock tonight, because Tampa Neal is going to go trick or treating with that awesome, scary outfit he's got on. Yes, it is a Sunday or Halloween. Got to the kids trick or treating. My little girl's dressed up as Sally, so I am Jack. Yeah, yeah. Well, Jack, you are you nailed it as Peter uh, from the <laughs> Buffalo Blitz on Wednesday nights. Built in Buffalo. Uh, but guys, uh, you are watching uh, Breaking Tables only on the Built in Buffalo network. Best network out there. So if you're tuning in, you've chosen the right network, guys. We, every single day, amazing content for eye in your holes. Um, this episode is brought to you by Lots of Candy, Coco's Fashions, and Straight Out of Buffalo. Uh, opening up their new shop in Clearwater, Florida very soon. And it Hell looks yeah. pretty cool. Have you seen the photos yet? I have. They sent me the photos the other day, and yes, it does indeed look really cool. Awesome. And I'm excited because awesome. it's only like 10 minutes from my house. Right. Yeah, that's it. That's true. That's true. Uh, hopefully, uh, maybe they'll have it open for, uh, I'll be in town again this week, and uh, hopefully uh, we can go do a show there. That'd be epic. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, we'll have to reach out to them. But guys, uh, because it is the spirit of Halloween, we might as well get our special guests on. Tampa Neal just normally doesn't do this on a Monday. Maybe he does. Maybe it's a new thing. We don't know yet. Uh, but in the spirit of Halloween, 100%. no better guests to get on our show uh, than your. Uh, let's go ahead and get started with the first group here. Uh, we got Buffalo Spartan and Bills Jason, Bills Mafia in the house. What's going on, guys? Not much. Same old. How are you guys doing? Doing awesome, guys. Doing oh, awesome, Bob. brother. I do. And that's Bob. 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 He is. He is not enjoying Halloween, is he today? No, he had a bad day yesterday. <laughs> and if you haven't seen any of the videos guys it was actually pretty epic uh of them you saw the blood and then dragging some people around i'm sure they're flagged by the fbi with all these weirdos going on online nowadays but it, it was epic guys thanks for <laughs> thanks for joining tonight <laughs> yeah no problem uh let's go ahead and get our uh, last guest on unfortunately bills myers can't make it uh but let's get our last guest you all know him bills vader dun, 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 dun. Now this Vader is a breathe. Halloween special. <laughs> Would you like a puff of my inhaler, sir? Just, just saying. <laughs> you sound a little uh, wheezy. I, uh, <laughs> I should be right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, guys, uh, happy Victory Monday, happy Halloween. Uh, I guess before we talk about this awesome day, uh, you got to crawl before we walk. All right. Um, it is Halloween. Bills Vader, 
I'm gonna start with, with you and work our way around the room. Are you gonna go out right after this show, and knock on some doors? Uh, not tonight. I actually am going to be having a movie night with my son, who is currently over here, completely ignoring me. But that's okay. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, tonight, just gonna chill and just uh, enjoy some family bonding time. Nice. Excellent. Nice. Is your is your kid's name Luke? Shot in the dark. I don't know why. Nope, nope. Uh, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> back in the day, but uh, but his name is Antonio. But uh, close he, is, uh he is strong <laughs> in the horse. Uh, games, but yes. Nice, brother. Nice. Uh, Bills, Jason. How about you, man? I know you. You're always out and about. I, you know, I I was going to, but my kid's a little older now, so he don't want nothing to do with me. But look, he is like. Chip off the old block here. Look at, can you guys see that? Look at him. Got a nice yeah. little his mask on too. Can you see? Oh, either way, he makes one hell of a Voorhees man. I'll tell you that much. He's out with his girlfriend, so I'm just going to probably go home and uh, sit in the basement and okay. watch movies too, probably. Jason movies, Friday the 13th, part six, which is the best one. Awesome. And what else is on today? Nothing else on. No, it's Monday nights because the football game is going to probably suck because that seems to be how every Monday night and Thursday night game has gone since the season started. Yep. Yep. So, I agree. How about you, uh, Spartan? What are you, what are you doing, man? Are you going to enjoy your uh, Halloween just uh, being a misfit like you guys are? Or, uh, you guys going to stick at home, watch TV, maybe go to Home Depot if you have time? <laughs> no, but no, no more projects. Uh, at least this year yeah nothing this year uh but no i'm just staying in uh my, my kid's a little older he's 23 so uh he's actually locked in the room over here uh jason locked him in the room to <laughs> handle him later <laughs> night and, uh, pretty sure that is against over, the law but we'll allow it <laughs> well it, 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 when his girlfriend comes over you know they're gonna have their you know that romantic scene where Voorhees comes from behind chops off their heads. So that's not exactly how it goes. Well, it's usually something way cooler. Okay. Well <laughs> I trying to keep it a little PG here, but almost there is nothing PG about <laughs> Voorhees people. Well Tampa Neal, all right. Bell us out here, Tampa Neal. What are you doing after the show? Uh I'm gonna continue trick-or-treating. I have another costume change I gotta do because I gotta dress up to match each kid. So after this, I will be turning into a zombie. There so, we go. Yeah, got a lot to do. Got a lot of beers to drink too. You should have like done it like halfway. This side is going to be Jack. This side is going to be zombie. So all you got to do is just turn to one side whenever you're taking photos. Probably not. It could be two face. Two face. Yeah. It's a quality costume. Jack the zombie. Zombie Jack. Jambi. Well, he's already a skeleton. <laughs> Can skeletons be zombies? No. Of course. They have no brain. Zom zombie skeletons. Don't you ever watch anime? Yeah. No. Wow. That's oh that's yeah, neither do I. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Um, well, that's cool. That's cool. It is it is a uh, victory Monday. So today felt uh feels really good, uh, except for Bob, your buddy in the middle, uh Spartan and Jason. I think that guy is uh he's out of commission. Um, so sorry, have have a fun trip back to Green Bay, Wisconsin. <laughs> Turds. Uh, I lost his cheese head though. <laughs> Tampa Neal. I did make fondue right. for the for the game yesterday. 
Oh, there you go. That was lots of fun. Throw it away. The fondue. Right? Make the fondue and just throw it in the trash. We had cheeseburgers. Yeah. No, I, I dipped some stuff in it. It was delicious. <laughs> Let's, let's keep this. Let's keep this PG thirteen, Tampanil. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, guys. So we are six and one, improving our record, beating the Green Bay Packers. Uh, Tampanil, we're going to start this question with you. I know we're going to go nineteen and one. It's just it's in our it's in it's in the books for us this year. Um, Tampanil, okay. What? Give me give me one thing that you absolutely loved about this game yesterday. The way we started this game off. They came out balls to the wall and were ready to fuck shit up, and they did. Both sides of the ball. It was a great game. I was very excited at the start of the game. Yeah. All right. Fair yes. enough. Sounds like there's a butt coming. <laughs> I know. Like, wait for it. Wait for <laughs> it. I told you I was excited about. <laughs> he said how it started off. <laughs> I'm waiting for like a whole like speech and now I'm going to start to slow clap afterwards and I'm just like I'm here right now I'm like okay all nope, right cool. not getting into it thanks Nabanil. Um, let's move on to somebody more interesting Bill's Vader <laughs> one thing you absolutely loved about this Bill's victory yesterday well uh, I absolutely love the fact that uh, we were just making plays with the ball and, and constantly scoring uh, the fact that uh, we barely had a punt. Uh, we only had maybe, uh, what was it, in the first half, maybe two first down, uh, two, correction, two third downs that we didn't have to worry about converting or whatever it was. Um, just the fact that we're just making plays and just moving the ball down the field. Um, definitely like the fact that we're having a little bit more of a running game as well. Uh, I thought that that was very That's nice uh, seeing Singletary in action. Um, I think it'll only get better from there. Uh, it was still a little rocky in the beginning of the season. It's starting to slowly evolve. We're not where it needs to be just yet. But the fact that we're actually trying it, doing it, compared to the previous offensive coordinator, uh, I think it's a great step. So I was very happy to see that. Awesome, dude. Awesome. I would agree. All right. Yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong. You just said they, they, they just went out there. They We were obviously the better team. I get it. Uh uh, Jason, we'll start with you and then work our way over to Spartan. What uh, What's one thing you absolutely love or you can list off 30 things like Bill's Vader? Um, you want to know the biggest thing I really liked about that game? Y'all remember Josh is running, how we all go like this when he's running? Did you yeah. see him get cracked at the end zone almost? Yeah. That one yard line? He got up and got right back in that dude's face. I, I love it. He goes, I love I it. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, ever he was biked up. He seen said, a I quarterback do that before. And you know what? Ours does, and he's a damn Buffalo Bill. We've never been able to do that. That's what I like most about that game. Because honestly, we never showed a lot of grittiness, fight, and all that, talk fast, chirping, everything else, all year. It's been Coach McDermott style to the T, this, 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 this. It's almost like they kind of let it go a little bit there. And they really, I don't know, gave it back to Green Bay. Because, you know, it's, it's Aaron Rodgers. You're beating Aaron Rodgers. And I know Aaron Rodgers never actually won in Buffalo before, but that, those Correct. are all that he has not. coincidences, weird things that just nope. happened. And I don't know. That's why I like losers. We and he overtired how to win in Buffalo. Uh, I absolutely agree with you. It just uh, – <laughs> the Packers are losers, but to Josh Allen to do what he does on a weekly basis, small things like that 
you know, as, as a, as a teammate, how, how could you not play for him? You know, if that, that man tells you, or even asks you to go above and beyond, you're going to want to go above and beyond because of just how he acts. So hundred percent agree with you, bro. Yeah. He leads from the front. That's what they used to say in the army. Lead from the front. All the time. Absolutely. That's Extreme ownership. That's, that's Extreme ownership. something that he wouldn't. Winners want the ball. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I mean, AJ Manuel thought he was a winner too. <laughs> uh, all right, Spartan. One thing you love, bro. I, I had to agree with the uh, the cockiness that we finally showed. You um, started with Diggs in the tunnel. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It continued the whole game between those two, um, and even in his uh, post game press conference, you know, he was like, "Hey, we won it," you know, like. It, it started, it ended, and I loved everything in between into that. Um, I love Milano's play, uh, that, that nice uh, interception. He's been playing phenomenal this year. Man, what do you think I prefer? So to a pick six also. Who yeah, like four interceptions. Yeah. Well, this question is for you. Who outperformed who, the defense or the offense? Oh, I know it's got to be the defense. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the off. defense did because the offense was having hit rough, and miss, rough second half. Yeah, a couple bad thrown balls by Josh uh, that just looked like ducks in the air, which we rarely ever seen that, that floater pass that he threw that went like fifty yards into the air, straight mm-hmm. up. <laughs> it was like a nerve ball. Yeah, we we don't yeah. see that often out of Josh, and I don't. It it just wasn't. They weren't clicking yesterday uh, towards the, the end of the game, the second half, um, you know, right. somewhat into the dry. second quarter. It did. It was it was slower than than a lot of the games that we've it's seen. because they were running too much. <laughs> well, you know, it's uh, the first half. It definitely they, they were mixing it up a, a bit. I think uh, Josh Allen had his rhythm, and they, they kind of just switched it around second half. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at times, you know, I, I'm, I'm happy. Okay, what, why I'm happy? The one thing I absolutely loved is we came out with a victory because there were times, and I might be the only person thinking this, but there were times when the third round, like, oh, no. I've been a Bills fan for so long. You get your stomach starts churning, and you're like, oh, no. Oh, no. I mean, this team is so good where like, you rarely ever have that, but just for like a half a second. I felt that, oh, no, and then Josh Allen scored, and it's like, oh, okay, what was I thinking? Stupid me, you know? I'll tell you, so, that, that, game got, that game got really ugly in the second half, but yeah. at no point did I think that they were losing that game. Green Bay is just not on the same level as the Bills. The Bills are on a completely different level. I think the funniest statement that I heard about the Bills for that game yesterday was th- they just looked bored in the second half. They're like bored by whooping their ass. So they just right? can't stop. It's like, come I mean, on, guys, do wrong. something. Karen Rogers <laughs> couldn't get it done. Yeah. You, you, what's, who's the best receiver that they got on, on the Packers there? What the hell's his name? <laughs> Me. The rookie. That's Lazar, it. Lazaro, it, well, he was hurt. And then uh, the Lazaro other kid, uh, Doob. Doobie Doob, or Gooby Doob, or whatever. Or whatever the hell his name yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. He was, you know, all right. He, he did pretty good. Yeah, but. but- it is what it you is. You can't put the damn team on a rookie. That's not going to work. No, no. Oh, wait. Hang on one second. Hang on one second. Yeah, Chris Collinsworth just said that. Um... God, I hate Chris Collinsworth. <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah, I, 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 I heard him say at least five times yesterday that they really missed Devontae Adams. I, I actually yeah. just heard him say it again. <laughs> <laughs> Most annoying you know, fucking guy in the world. 
guys, guys, I, we, we are spoiled. Listen, we are spoiled. We are we are sitting here spoiled, and we see the uh, they're actually on Twitter was blowing up, and a lot of people had the same thought process I was thinking when I woke up. It's like. I wasn't impressed in, in certain aspect, but because I'm spoiled because we're so used to dominant performances where like teams don't even have a fighting chance. And honestly, they didn't, they didn't, they clawed their way back. Um, the running game was, was pretty good against us. Uh, other than that, I just, I like Campanile said, they look bored. We were bored. You know, it's like, we didn't want to be out there anymore. It's like, guys, let's just finish this game. It's, you know, we're thinking about yeah. treating the next day. I mean, what Von Miller said the about the run game? What's that, right. Neil? Did you hear what Von Miller said about the run game? No. What did he say? He came out and he's like, he goes, they're running all over us because we were really expecting them to pass. They just didn't pass. <laughs> like, they just never did. Like, they literally <laughs> well, screwed they themselves did, by running it. But they were screen passes. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah, they kept on doing little screen passes. Right. So what I don't understand was how is it that we can stop the run for Kansas City? We can stop the run for Tennessee. We can stop the run as far as Lamar Jackson and the uh, and the Ravens, but yet we get trampled over. Because we expected it's like like, like like why we, would we not just adjust? We expected those guys to run, and, and they probably didn't practice any runs. Yeah, they're so like they they're like they're not going to run on us. No, stop yeah. it! Come on. Well, I mean, but that's the thing, also. I mean, yes, you may have prepared for a, a different type of, you know, offensive game from your opponent. However, it doesn't necessarily mean you can't, okay, well, we've seen some of this before, so let's just make this adjustment. I think that that adjustment came too late. I think that Green Bay took advantage of that opportunity, and obviously it was clearly working for them because they were plowing right through the offensive line. Uh, I, I just think that we could have done better to adjust. And, I, I, you know, I love our defense. Don't get me wrong, but I think that Frazier could have done a little bit better. Who was the I, I agree. defensive line like we usually do? That might have been another thing, too. Because we had the speedy defensive lines in yesterday, didn't we, more than the big guys? Yeah, yeah, because they were going after um, yeah. Rodgers like crazy. But so. it was one of those things where they kept on running the ball, but they ended up in really screwing themselves because they ran the clock out. Yeah, <laughs> they really did. They they ran the clock out on themselves. Like if it takes you five minutes to score, oh darn! There's only three minutes left in the game, but and you're already getting three points. Yeah. Even then, like it wasn't even that. They they blew it on fourth down, and yeah. on that fourth down play, you see what Von Miller did during that play. He pushed like the entire offensive line oh. over. That's that's cheating. That is that is not fair, guys. <laughs> How are you unreal. gonna let like it's like the, that? It was that would a video game. Like he just literally shifted that entire line to the center. Like they shoved like three players up the centers. You know what? That's insane. Wow. And he's not even that big of a dude, which is crazy. He's yeah. not he just like super quit, like just strong, like he's got that strength where you just don't expect it from him. Like yeah. you look at Aaron Donald, you're like, oh yeah, that's a strong mo- mofo. Right. And you look, you look at Von Miller is like, I mean, yeah, he's shredded, but like, dude, he's he's definitely deceives you how strong that guy is. That's why he's a Hall of Famer. Oh, yeah. That's superpower, street fighter shit. All right, next question. Vader, if you had if you could change one thing that we did, okay, just one thing, you know, you 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 create a time machine, you go back, and then you're like, all right, Vader, we're gonna give you the whistle and the playbook. Make your play. What are you doing differently and why? 
Uh, you know, honestly, again, it, it, it goes back to that defense. Um, the fact that, you know, again, you know, trying to counter that running game, I think we could have definitely done a lot better to at least adjust to that. Maybe not have completely stopped it, but at least slowed it down. Uh, I mean, I, I, I really think that had we done that, we they wouldn't have been in such great position to make great plays as far as the touchdowns that they ended up getting. And I think that would have helped to uh, demoralize them a little bit more because I'm all about our our team not letting up. It's like you're putting your foot on the gas. Keep putting your foot on the gas. You know, don't let up. It, you know, like someone mentioned earlier in the in the podcast, it looked like they were getting bored because they were winning so good. Mm-hmm. Screw that. You know, keep going because we need to send the NFL a message. You know, yeah, like um, the Eagles are undefeated. But when it comes to power rankings, we're still kicking some butt. You know, like we are in that conversation. So, you know, if we have a strong defense that is more adaptable, that's the one thing I would have changed. 100%, man. I couldn't agree with you any anymore, bro. That's yeah, spot on. Uh, okay, Jason, you go back in time, bro. What are you doing? Uh, you know, I don't think I'm doing anything. We still won the game. I'm going to get a Coke instead of a Pepsi, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> some we, 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 we thrive off this shit. These games like this, this is the type of games when then people criticize us again. Like you said earlier, we're used to this. So they hear this. And then you know what? The next couple games is ridiculous. We're blowing people out. It's 77 to nothing. They're crying. Freaking shit's falling from the heavens on us and everything else. Champagne everywhere. But it's just that's how it works with Buffalo right now. It's they're so used to being the low bottom of the pole team that when people criticize them just a little bit now, they come out fifty thousand times better the next game than they were, or that they really are. So I like these games. We still won. Yeah, they did a little bit of stuff that was messed up. They screwed up a couple things. But now they're going to get criticized, and now they're going to come back next week and just, I feel sorry for the Jets. They're going to be <laughs> gone, flying somewhere else. They're going to be on a jet plane the hell out of here because they don't want to be in New Jersey right now. Gotcha. It's going to hurt for them. <laughs> Sparn, how about you, bud? What are you, what are you doing differently to, to uh, go back in time and change this whole perspective of, the, of this victory from yesterday? No, not the temperature. <laughs> no, no, I think I would have uh, probably continued putting the, the pedal to the metal. And uh, literally just kept throwing them long balls to Diggs, get Gabe Davis open, those Jason's guy, um, have him score. I mean, how about that? I, I think Gabe D- Davis only caught two catches yesterday, two catches, 30 yards. So, I mean, we weren't dropping, could have had a big one, but he dropped. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, but we, we didn't really go back to him on a, on a big one again. So, you know, I, I think those long balls keep. You know that that defense guessing what we're going to do, which which is then you start running those plays up the middle. Probably yeah. would have gained a couple more yards because um, I did like the the fact that we did kind of mix up a run game in there, uh, even though he thinks Moss should be in and not Singletary. Um, but I, I did like that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Tampa, how about you, man? Would you change anything around? Uh, I'm going to change the statement. I just heard that he likes Moss over Singletary. 
Yeah, I would. I'd, I'd go back in time for that one too. I do. Um, I'll, I'll be honest with you. The only thing that I would have changed is I would have not stopped running that football because the first half they were running it and they were running it good. Singletary was all over him. Cook was all over him. Yeah, Cook. Cook. I mean, both of them look really good. I mean, yeah. Singletary. I haven't seen him look as shifty uh, all year. This is probably his best running game all year. Uh, arguably, okay. I'm sure he had maybe a, a one or two good games, but this was no, like consistently where he was just, <laughs> just shredding up cats. Okay. Um, James Cook is starting to get on getting his own, own skin and look comfortable running that ball. Uh, but if I had to change good. one thing, guys, if I had to change one thing, okay. If I'm gonna if, if I'm Gabe Davis and I'm gonna get a stupid roughing or uh, unnecessary roughness roughing unnecessary <laughs> roughness call. I'm la- I'm leveling. I am fucking <laughs> yeah, leveling really Yair Alexander because that guy is a douche burger. Okay, so I'm surprised Stefan Dixon had punched him in the throat in the tu- in the tunnel. They were talking about that on the radio today too on GR local. They said it didn't even look that bad. Like they don't even know why it was a penalty. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know why it was either. That, that was kind of a lame. Listen, that, that's kind of embarrassing. Kind of little like little shove hit. I mean, come on, lay lay yeah, the guy out. Great acting. Yeah. Is what that was. Yeah. He pulled a yeah. little oh. He's prepping for his next career. We should all send him like little tiny trophies, like little Oscars and shit. <laughs> no, that that that, t- that tackle after the catch and touchdown on Diggs was yeah. more of a penalty than that was. Right. Right. Exactly. Diggs got right back up and then he tackled him again. Yeah. Diggs was ready to fuck him up after that. I'm I'm glad we had some players that were there because he was ready to go after him. Yeah. Well, one dude ran into him and shouldered him, too. That yeah. was that one player. Dude got leveled. Oh, my God. They were playing hard yesterday, though. Speaking of they getting leveled, how about running into a brick fucking wall like Jordan Phillips? That That's running back that just cut about. over. Yeah. And that Jordan Phillips was like, like no, dude, oh. the guy went flying backwards. <laughs> He body uh, checked his ass. Like, just heard that was amazing. Oh! Let's see that again. <laughs> yeah, that was nuts, dude. And then he looks down at him like, and that's it. Yeah. And just walk I, off. I think the funniest thing about watching the game at the stadium outside is we hear the crowd reaction like seven seconds before the television. So it gets all hype, and we're like, dude, something's about to happen. Watch the TV. Watch the TV. And then Something like that happens, and we're like, "Yeah!" yeah. <laughs> you got pretty out of notice to get back to the TV. Yeah. Uh, guys, it, it, it was you know we we did we did really good. We did really good against uh, you. We were saying that you can't leave Aaron Rodgers out of of a game. He's going to find a way to get into a game. Whether we psych him out, thinking that all he's going to do is pass the second half. Um, you know, that's, that's, that's on Frazier. That's on Leslie Frazier for not, uh, for over adjusting or not adjusting, or I don't know what he did. I'm not a coach. You know, I'm just sitting here armchair, uh, just thinking about what I would do if I was a video game manager, you know, but I'm not, I don't even play video games. I just (laughs) pretend I do. Right. Daniel. Yes. Uh, but if, I mean, if you're Leslie Frazier, you gotta be like, you gotta be saying something like guys, what the, what are, you know, if I'm McDermott, I'm going to go Leslie Frazier. I'm like, how come Aaron Jones has a hundred and, 43 fucking yards. Like, what is our, what is our, like, what happens when we, we play a, a good team, a good offense or Kansas city, we see them again, in the playoffs. And then we let their running back do that to us. We're, we're going to lose hundred percent of the time. A good solid all around team with a running game. We're not going to, we're not going to move in. I've heard that argument three or four times today. And I'm just like, they're not going to plan for that. Yeah. 
it's it's completely different game. They're they're, they're not they they weren't planning for Aaron Jones to be running the shit out of the ball because he hasn't been all year. So to say, oh, if we play a good team, no, 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 no. That that's 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 one of those. I'm like, no. I mean, did we play Derrick Henry before? Yeah, and they he, did he year, didn't right? do shit because <laughs> they prepared yeah, for him. True. So. No, fair enough. That's absolutely true. Uh, I I mean, guys, we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what these guys' thought process is. All I know is uh, I'm, I'm glad that we've got solid players like Milano just being all over the field. Um, I think Jermaine Edmonds is, is a hell of a player, but he does have some tackling issues. Bill's Vader, I mean, if I told you – hold on a second. Vader, if I'm going to go to you. So you've seen Edmonds play. Am I the only one that's thinking he's got some tackling issues? What's your thoughts on Edmonds and what he can do in the middle? I mean, I absolutely love Edmonds. I think that's – you know, you're absolutely right. You know, there are some occasions where he's got, like, butterfingers. It's like, how did you not, you know, wrap your arms around him? Now, I have seen, you know, in, in this recent game, you know, he has done a lot better with, you know, kind of getting his arms around the player and everything. But – I mean, when it comes to, um, you know, just going midfield, you know, especially with the runs, you know, there could be a lot of room for improvement on that one. You know, getting to the sidelines and making those tackles is one thing. Making those tackles, you know, in center field, that, that you know, that's another one. It still needs some work. And that's what's going to separate the, you know, the good players from legendary players. So does, is he content on being good or does he want to get better and help us win a, win a Super Bowl? Well, that's the other thing, too. Like, if you look back to the Kansas City game, you know, how often did Kelsey go down the middle? And how often did he catch passes in the center field? You know, and then he went right by Milano also. So, you know, you know we really got to work on, on that because there, there was, like, just a wide open space, you know, like, right down the center. It's like, why, why can't we, you know, do more to, to protect that? You know, so – you know, again, you know, I, I absolutely love Trey uh, Tremaine Edmonds. He's one of my favorite players. You know, no disrespect to him, of course, but um, but yeah, I think you're absolutely right, and I do agree with you. You know, he could work on his tackling a little bit more. See, uh, Posey writes, uh, even when Tanny tackles, they're always getting those extra yards. The yard, you know, yards after touch. You, 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 she's right. All, all majority of watch watch the next game. The majority of his tackles, they're never backwards. They're always for extra yards. That's crazy. Yeah. And he's a big boy. He's a, he's an athletic guy. I, I just like it's like what 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 is the the solution to that to that problem? Because we see it. What do you got over there, Jason? I got something on this, guys. Everybody forgets how old Tremaine Edmonds was when we drafted him. I knew how to you know, tackle in tenth grade when I was ten years old. That means old nothing. Right means nothing. He played two years of college ball barely, and that was one year of uh, Jay whatever it was from Virginia. He's only 24. Most people that have been in the league four years right now are 27, 28. So he's technically still where most players are three years behind. He came into the NFL barely knowing nothing. He played one year of pro college or college football for Virginia. And so he's 24 right now. It's usually when a lot of these quarterbacks are freaking getting drafted, what, 23, 22? They redshirt for five years or something like that. So I still think he's young. He's still very young. He's still learning. McDermott has been his coach more than any other college coach. So he still he never really got that basic stuff. He came into it super young. Everybody forgets that. 
That's a fair. So that is a fair that. argument. I'm not, I, you know, that's a very fair argument. Yeah, he's he's still. I mean, but four years in the NFL, four years of NFL experience, and you and you, you get to a certain point. It's like, how much more does he need to learn? I mean, he's I mean, nineteen. <laughs> Drafted at 19. Okay, he's just an absolute <laughs> athletic freak of nature. Yeah. So yeah. He, so you're saying he's just raw and we still need more time to, to met him. I, time. I mean, if you look at the NHL, goalies don't even become good till they're in their almost 30s almost. You know what I mean? It just might be one of those type deals. He just he, – because he's doing something that most people never did. Most people don't come into the NFL that early. Most people stay through college and do all that stuff and get all that time on the field and everything else. We're asking them to come in young and run a defense. Fair enough. Fair enough. You any thoughts on this one, uh, Spartan? So I can tell you from a guy who used to play linebacker who converted to corner because I had the same issue as Tremaine, where every time I tackle a guy, the guy would get three or four more yards. The biggest thing is the commitment to the ball. So he, if you watch tape of him, he kind of breaks down right before he goes for that tackle when they're right up the gut. He doesn't pl- try to plow through the tackler. You got to plow through because you got to think that that guy coming out of the backfield has that momentum. No matter how big you are, I mean, unless you're like, you know, Russo and, you know, you're going against Singletary, you know, that size. <laughs> but, but you know what I mean? Like you got force coming at you. He's He breaks down right before he hits he needs to keep that momentum going forward. And if he's not committing on that actual tackle of him actually following through the tackle, he's just trying to wrap, just like Vader was saying. He's trying to work on his wrap. He needs to commit through tackle and plow through because that, that's going to stop that momentum. And then he's got the bigger body. Leverage is going to carry him that running back backwards. So, and, and that's from a guy who I had that experience. I was 160 pounds as a middle linebacker in high school, um, probably a cornerback size. Um, but I was going against guys that were 240 pounds running at me. And my coach was a former Buffalo Bill, Ken Jones, played offensive lineman for the Bills in the 80s. Um, I actually quit the team uh, after that practice because of that. And then I got quitter. Yeah, I came back. Um, as a corner, though, uh, because that was more my my size and my physique was better suited for that. So um, ended up, you know, doing that. But it, yeah, same scenario. You know, that's my thought on it. So he needs more experience. All I'm hearing, he needs more experience because he's still young. I mean, well, what's the cutoff? Or we're going to be like, listen, he's not going to get to that next level. He's been, you know, a, another year, another two more years before we start going, Edmonds, what are you doing? You know, I, honestly, I, I am actually in agreement with you. You know, he's been here for four years. You know, I mean, how, how much more time do you need? Now, to, you know, to Jason's point, you know, some guys are getting drafted at the same age. Okay, so say that someone gets drafted, you know, at the next, you know, this recent draft, right? So they get in, they're in for two years. Okay, two years from now, right? Well, that's two years compared to Edmund's six. Edmonds still got that four years experience ahead of the new guy that just got drafted. I mean, you know, th- th- that's still plenty of time. So they didn't have the college stuff. Well, yeah, but I mean, but also, you know, to his point, you know, four years, I think that's plenty of time. I mean, because are we going to use that same excuse for Josh Allen? You know, he's well, we don't need to. As, a, as a player, you know, are we going to use that for Tredavious White? 
you know, he's clearly evolved as a player. He's one of the best cornerbacks in, in, the, uh, in the NFL. So, I mean, if we're using that same benchmark, you know, where would, where would Edmonds, you know, rate on that, on that scale? So, you know, I, I, I think that, you know, again, you know, he'll probably come more into his prime next year, but I think right now he's doing good. He could still unlock a little bit more potential. He, he did progress from last year. I yeah. had some right. progression this year from him, but contract he got to those games like this last one. Guys, put, put it put it like this. Hold on, put it like this. Okay, um, Matt Milano. Matt Milano is four years older than he is, uh, and he was he just drafted a year before 2017 versus Edmonds 2018 year. When we think of if we had to say think of like oh wow moments, how many times can we say Matt Milano oh wow moments? How many times can we say Tremaine Edmonds oh wow moments? Maybe a handful, but Matt Milano quite a bit. When Matt Milano's not playing, we see what we're missing. Without Tremaine Edmonds, we don't even miss Tremaine Edmonds, if you think about it. So, I mean, what's, what's, what is that right there? Tampa Neal, can you put some insight to this, or am I just, just ruffling the, the hornet's nest? <laughs> no, I, I, I agree. I think that he's, uh, I mean, he's been with us for a while now, and he's not gotten to the point we've all hoped that he had gotten to. And we're, I mean, his contract's up this year. So it's kind of one of those things where you got to think, do we sign him for another year? Do we franchise tag him because he wants more than one year of a deal? Or do we just cut it loose and draft somebody? Because let's face reality, linebackers, there's a lot of linebackers that come out of college, a lot of good ones. It's kind of like running backs. There's, There's a lot of them. I mean, look, look what what draft order did Milano get drafted in? Seventh round, yeah. Fifth and he's round, an absolute star. He was a fifth rounder. A fifth rounder. Okay, still pretty high. Joey <laughs> Edmonds was first over a first play, uh, first draft. But, but here you go. Round. He's he's an average linebacker. You can draft an average linebacker and save yourself money in the salary cap in the fourth, third, That's, fourth, or fifth. Or do you use yeah. him as can maybe get rid of him as a draft as a as a as a trade piece? You're not going to get anything for him, real. He's a free Honestly, agent. I He's not to make a good defensive end. That's what I thought of him, like a uh, three-four linebacker defensive end, where he's a rusher. That's what I always thought. But like, Sha- like Shaq Barrett. Yeah. Basically, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Just that tall lankiness. Put mm-hmm. them damn arms up there. Ain't nobody throwing past him. But I could see that, but but we run a four-two. Right, I know that, but that's what I always saw him as. I'm saying it was when he played his one year of college ball. That's what I saw. Yeah. Well, Jenna Marie from Buffalo, great. New York, Bills backers. Milano has come in his own and found a way to make plays. I honestly don't remember him always playing like he is now. I, I think he has since the first year, and then he got hurt. I think right, like he started yeah, off like a beast, got yeah. hurt, and then we're all like, "Oh man, I don't know if he's going to recover from that." And he hasn't missed a beat when he got back, and he still he still hasn't. I mean, yeah, he has some tackling issues too. I mean, we're not expecting these guys to be 100% perfect. Sometimes it happens, but he tackles people the opposite direction than Tremaine does more often than not. Mm-hmm. Well, he's a good Mike linebacker, that's for sure. He definitely knows where to be and when to be there. So, I mean, we could debate about this all day. I'm not saying I don't like sure. Milano. I think he's a great player. I mean, he's a Buffalo Bill. I'll always, you know, uh, I'll, I'll always support him. Okay. Um, but I just, I just think that we could do better in that spot. I, I really do. Wings. 
Terrell Bernard, right? That's the new guy we just drafted. Yeah. 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 And he he did okay. And then our, even Dotson did good. Uh, I think it was against I like, the I Steelers. Like I've always liked Dotson. Tyrell. He was, good. he was he was he played good last year when Edmonds was out for a couple games. He really he, he came in and stuck it out. That's for sure. I think that was the only time I actually got on the Twitter was that one time Dotson said something. <laughs> so guys, everybody hasn't uh, taken a um, he. So we had a, we had a, we had a bye week last week, right? And it's it's funny how NFL. Let me see NFL stats leader let's just take a look at the leader leaderboard as you can tell last week when we weren't even playing we were still you know top top of the list and then a bunch of teams played and we're still there and they ha- and a lot of these teams are like a- above us right now they have not taken a bye week yet so it, that's insane what what our offense is doing what our defense is doing number one offense number one defense it's scary it's scarier than tampa neal's halloween costume how scary we are, <laughs> but Bill's Vader, you, you gotta be like, how, how do you like show people like, listen, look at, look at me crying right now. Or do you just like, <sighs> how do you, how do you cry? How do you show emotions? Like if somebody, if, you know, we want Super Bowl, I'm this whole face is going to be red tears everywhere, but we can't see you through your mask. So I, I just bodily, you know, bodily gestures. Um, you know, just, you know, especially being at the game, like you know, when I'm having a good time, you know, I'm getting, I'm getting everybody riled up. I'm waving my lightsaber around. I'm, I'm like, you know, motioning, you know, the shout song and playing to them and doing it and going back. So, I mean, there, there's always different ways to, to convey joy and everything. But, um, but I will say as far as a lot of the, uh, uh, people talking, uh, stats, I mean, I was at work yesterday and, uh, a Steelers fan. I was talking about, oh, man, like, Buffalo, like, really? Like, man, like, you know, like, I don't know about you guys. You know, you guys didn't even play. I'm like, dude, you don't even have a kicker. Like, like you don't even, like, see anything right now. Like, come on now. So, it, it, so I was like, yeah, yeah, you're right. I'm like, I know I'm right. We started, like, the top stats, and we didn't even have to play last week. It's like, what? It's like, you won't even get into a rhythm, let alone a winning record. So, it's like, you know, sometimes <laughs> you're down, like, quick you know let, let people know you know where you're at and you know but at the same time you know it's still fun so um but as far as you know you know any tears that i would cry there would be nothing but tears of joy at this point because there's no pain whatsoever nothing but tears of joy and happiness Absolutely. yeah right I'm, I'm all dried out after uh well prior to 2017 i'm all dried out you can't can't get any more out of this come on uh, all we can do is continue. Yeah, right honestly, now. Like, you know, I mean, it, it's great to feel this level of happiness because you know there will be a time when, you know, I didn't even have you know any any emotions. You know, that got taken in the divorce. So it's like, what can I say? Call it Tom Brady. Tom, right? Are you Tom Brady? Dark. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like, honestly, like, you know, especially him, like, dude, if, if if you chose football over your family, it's like, no offense, you kind of deserve what you're getting right now. It's like, I'm sorry, that's just kind of messed up. It's like, focus on your family. Like, speaking from my own experience, you know, I've sacrificed a lot. 
you know, in some stuff that people will never know and understand for different reasons that they will never know and never understand, especially as a single father. But with that, you know, you still do what you can to put your family first. You do what you can to put your children first. Um, so, I mean, I mean, clearly, like, if, if, if that's the case, and I don't know the whole situation with that, but, you know, you, you know, you need to know your priorities. And if you don't know your priorities, then you know what? You better ask somebody. Just saying. But I'm about it. I'm about, I'm about watching Tom Brady's whole life just fall apart. I'm okay with it. Absolutely. Oh, especially he's up? the most quarterback in NFL history. Winning is like, had you to stay retired, guess what? You wouldn't have that freaking record there, would you there, Tom? <laughs> yeah, Tom. Yeah, Tom. Yeah, you know, this one's coming. This one's coming. Yeah, I've got Neil coming for you. And he's going to add to that motherfucking record, guy. He's going to add that freaking <laughs> record. It's going to be a higher tax. You know, like, oh, God, I'm getting all worked up. I guess Stan freaking Brady's like, oh, God. <laughs> Why can't we play the Buccaneers? Oh. All right. In the, in the Super that's, Bowl. That that that's would that, that would just that would that would be like they're not even gonna make the playoffs. That's gonna be my biggest regret not being able to beat Brady. That I I want to see that. That is gonna be a movie making. Uh, you know, just moving the words. Okay, Josh Allen, Buffalo Bills versus Tampa Bay Buccaneers. If they somehow make the fucking playoffs, yeah. Right? If somehow they do, they're, they're, they're not good. Yeah, he's got a lot of money. Tom Brady's losing his money. In this divorce, so he can't pay off the ref to get him. Yeah, that's why so <laughs> those bad. checks are getting balanced now. Actually, <laughs> I know. Actually, Giselle makes a lot more money than Tom, a so Tom's gonna be getting more. probably richer now through this divorce. So he's, he's like, Oh, but speaking of movies, though, I think that Josh Allen is gonna have his own movie similar to how Kurt Warner got his own movie. Yeah, right, it's definitely movie worthy. Absolutely, I mean. Yeah. No, no name farmer who is, who's got a strong arm, uh, not being accepted is pretty equivalent to Kurt Warner bagging groceries, I'd imagine, right? Melon farmer, though, that's all. Yeah. You were talking about <laughs> stats earlier. Did you catch that stat? Uh, I saw today it's a top five, it was either top four or top five quarterbacks to with the most passing yards in the first seven games. Jack Allen's number two, and we've only played six. Yeah, that's that's pretty insane. <laughs> I, was like, uh, I mean, look, look at the stat board right now. Offensive leaders. You've got Tom Brady, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert. Okay. Out of all five of those, the only team that had a bye was Buffalo. Okay. We're we're number two. Yeah. So, Kansas City's on a bye right now. They're all they're on a bye right now. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. Well, still the worst still ahead of Patrick Mahomes, so that's all that matters. But you look Patrick at the um, receiving stats. Diggs is killing it. Yeah, he's been averaging what, like 105, 110 a game yeah. almost. Yeah, he's got over 700 yards in six games, mm-hmm. or in seven games. And Gabriel Davis just needs one catch a game for 98 yards, and we're good. And all right. <laughs> oh man, that was you know big plays, and it's gonna happen too, guys. We you don't expect big plays every game. Um, but let them let them plan for it. Let them plan for the big plays because it's just going to open up a lot more people. Um, but one 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 person that I do not like, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not sold, and this is probably going to stir up some some controversy here. Tampa Neal, can you guess who I'm going to say? Isaiah McKenzie. 
Damn it, you got it, bro. Uh, I'm, I, I'm, I'm done. I'm done with him. I'm sorry. You guys can say all you want, but every time I see this guy, he he always wants to run. Like he, he I get it that he wants to make a big play, but he's running backwards when he should be running forwards. And it's, yeah, it's just, was, I, I, just, I just don't think he's a, he, no. That was so nerve wracking. I know. Number 10 in opportunity. Get yeah. more. I want more. I want more Shakir. I want more yeah. Shakir. I do not want salsa dancing, TikToking Isaiah McKenzie anymore. I'm I'm you done. Ask him, what was it? Three weeks ago, yeah. I was talking that I was like, I like this kid. Shakir, I like him. Good. We need to play him. And then what do you do? He scored that touchdown. Yeah. I I'm with you. Like, right I after I talk I'm about not him. a McKenzie fan anymore. I mean, I like him. He's a Buffalo Bill, but he, you're right. That's exactly what he does. He runs to the sideline. He doesn't go forward or he runs backwards and he thinks he's faster than everybody. Like, bro, you've been in the league nine damn years, all right? You're a little older. You're not as fast as this dude that's 22 years old. I promise you, okay? So he's just, he's always trying too hard. Just go forward. I will say one thing he has done pretty good on kickoff returns. Then he can take the kickoff returns. That's fine. Have yep. at it, Haas. All right. Put your not for a million dollars, but other, though. But other, Come than, on. but other than that, well, you got to have a good kickoff return. <laughs> It's Halloween. We'll pay him in candy like you wanted. There you go. <laughs> I mean, I, he, I just. going to be good once they get him in there. Once they give him that real opportunity, though, I think that's going to take that spot. He's going to be that do-everything receiver that, you know, that we, that we need, that every team needs now in today's NFL. Listen, I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be that guy where it's like, oh, okay, you're not allowed to have fun. You're not allowed to have a life outside of football. But when you're not, when, when you're not, how can I say this here? When you're not living up to expectations, we expected him to do good things, to be our solid number three, number four, okay? Option outside of Gabe Davis, okay? So the number three option for wide receiver. That was that was our guy. I mean, it was Crowder, but he's out for the year. So now it's like, Isaiah McKenzie, you have no choice, no choice but to be better. You need to do better. But you're making crappier plays than you're than we want you to. Or is maybe I'm just giving them too critique. I don't know, Vader. What do you think, man? Did, are you happy with uh, with Isaiah, or it's just it is what it is? I mean, clearly, I believe that he could be producing more. Um, it, it, and and it never became more evident than during the Kansas City game. Um, he was dropping passes. He was tripping over his own feet. Yeah. The guy's got great energy. He's got great energy. He brings a lot of positivity to the uh, to the locker room. And, you know, he has his moments, but at the same time, last year when he really opened up people's eyes to being a alternate option uh, for, uh, what's his name, um, Cole Beasley in the event that we didn't keep him, you know, I was one of those guys. Now, it's like, you don't really see him too often in, in, in a lot of these plays, you know, and I would like to see a lot more of Shakir. I think that he has been doing great things. I think that McKenzie, you know, still has some gas in the tank. He can definitely, you know, do more. But I, I agree. You, know, you you have to produce. You know, you you have to, you know, do a little bit more. And you know, I mean, maybe we'll see a little bit more of him when it comes to going against the Jets or going against the Patriots or whatever. But at the same time, those are really challenging games. We need to see production during challenging games, so that way we know what to expect when it gets time to go into the postseason and go into the Super Bowl. So that way we know what we're working with. That's the way I see it. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, I mean, guys, we still have a lot of football left. That's that's crazy. But it's he hasn't done enough for, for, for me to look at it and be like, oh, yeah, that's our guy. That's our number three. I just he hasn't done that. So um, I, don't know. I, I feel he's in the same situation as Edmonds. Yeah, but he came. Like that, that, that same thing where. Denver, but, I can't. But, so honestly, but, we can't compare <laughs> Isaiah McKenzie to Edmonds. The reason why uh, Edmonds is that that is like his his spot. He is number one linebacker. He's the number one option for our defense. Isaiah McKenzie is like three borderline four option. Well, out of expectations, like obviously, as the number one, we expect this, and out of the number three receiver, we expect this, and you're not doing that. You know, how long do we wait for him to do that? The same conversation we had with Edmonds, right? How long do we wait? Do we just throw Shakir in there and say, hey, look, we need you to be the number three? Yeah, you throw his ass in there. I think we do throw Shakir in there, yeah. You know, I think we should. I don't know why we haven't. Yeah. I mean, it's literally, it's, it's, we're having the exact same conversation about a different player in a different position about when's that time. But, but coming back to that point, though, so what, what's the difference that we saw? between McKenzie playing this season and Cole Beasley playing last season. You know, you see that in last season, Josh Allen was making a lot more passes to his slot receiver, i.e. Cole Beasley, compared to now. And, you know, maybe maybe it could be because of Dorsey. Maybe Dorsey has a different mindset when it comes to, you know, his passing game. But the fact that McKenzie is not being, you know, utilized as much as Cole Beasley last season, I don't necessarily think it says a lot. I don't think it's sending a message. I think that it instills confidence in Josh's ability to make great plays when it comes to the passing game and his accuracy, because he has been pretty accurate this season. But I, I, I just think that maybe, you know, if it were more, you know, red zone offense, um, you know, we might see him a little bit more. But, I mean, I, I just don't see – the same type of production and the same type of usage out of McKenzie as he would have with Cole Beasley. Right. 100% agree with you. If I had to choose right now, last year's Cole Beasley versus this year's Isaiah McKenzie, I would have Beasley by a landslide, by a landslide, not even close. McKenzie's not even making practice squad. I'm sorry. He can go back down here to Miami and work on his crappy restaurant. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, I think that if Crowder didn't get injured, you'd probably see a little bit more of the slot receiver use because that's more Crowder's really? position. And he's had a career much better than McKenzie. Yeah. I mean, even at the Jets, Crowder, Jets used him wrong was the problem there. He was outside receiver, just running straight down the field all the time. That's, not that's what typical done. of the Jets. Yeah. <laughs> just run out. Pretend to throw it. I don't know. Sack. <laughs> they don't even know what city they are in. So, yeah. well, they don't know uh, what state. state. Yeah, it's true. All right, guys. Uh, it, it, it's about that time here. Let's go ahead and get our final thoughts in about this game, about what we're doing going forward. I know we're going to be playing the Jets this Sunday at one o'clock. Uh, Bills Vader, we'll start with you, bro. Final thoughts, uh, and then what are your thoughts going into this weekend? Uh, well, my final thought is I'm, 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 I have every confidence that we will let the Jets know who the actual true and only New York <laughs> is. I mean, we're just going to whip them, you know, right there in New Jersey. Okay, not in New York, in New Jersey. New York is coming to New Jersey, and it's going to lay a butt whooping like my grandmother did back in the day. 
that's what's going to happen. <laughs> that has been riding high, and you're like, where the heck did they come from with all these wins? And you know what? You know, they haven't gone against us. And when they go against us, they're going to realize, oh, wow, we thought we were all that. Like, yeah, we were number two in the ESC for a little bit. Yeah, well, there's a reason why you're, you know, behind us versus ahead of us. So I have no issues with this game. You know, still got to stay humble instead of cocky. But you know what? Damn that. We're crushing the Jets. J-E-T-S suck, suck, suck. I'm about it. (laughs) I'm about it. Hold on a second. What did, what did Lance say? Lance goes, what is Spartan doing? Never break character. <laughs> <laughs> That's all he does. That's all I do. I, I, I can't see out of this thing. Yeah. Well, I, 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 I'm fighting up in here, man. But you know what? You got to have that dedication. That's right. That's right. He's not even seen my face yet. You all have seen my face. He, he takes his mask off after the show. It's just, just completely drenched in, like, sweat and, like, boogers coming out of his nose and stuff. <laughs> I do have a sweat man underneath, yes. <laughs> uh, all right, we'll get with Jason. Final thoughts, and how do you feel going into this weekend against the Jets? Uh, well, I feel good going into the weekend because, like, like Vader said, it's the Jets. All right, we all know how they go. But I am going to give credit where credit is due. I do like Robert Sala. All right, he can put together a solid defense. And they are going to play us hard. Unfortunately, they're not going to play us hard enough. Josh is going to walk all over them. All right. They're going to try some new things. I think this is going to be a Dawson Knox game. This is what I think we're going to see. So I just, I think the Jets are coming up, but not fast enough, nor near the stage that we are. And the beast of the East is going to be revealed this week. And we will know what's going on. And so will the rest of the NFL. And, Zach Wilson will finally be able to play because he didn't play last year against us, did he? No. I think he was out. No, no, no. Yeah, so, yeah, he's about to have a rude awakening with a little bit of on action and uh, maybe a little Rousseau, you know. And so, um, we're going to be good. It's going to be a good game. It's going to be a good practice game. We're going to be able to get some things together, you know, maybe practice a little bit of new routes, um, get Dawson Knox working a little more. So I'm, awesome. I'm, I'm happy with it. Let's do it. I mean, the, the, the division runs through Buffalo. Simple as that. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, the whole going to run through Buffalo. That's right. All right, uh, Spartan, final thoughts on how you feeling going into this game against the Jets on Sunday? So, final thoughts on this week. Uh, happy with the win. Uh, you know, like I said, it was a little sloppy uh, second half of the game. Uh, but happy we, we came out with the win. Can't be, uh, can't be disappointed with the win. Uh, but going into the Jets, man, we're going to ground them. All right. Um, yeah, I don't think the Jets are even going to take off from the runway. Uh, I, don't, I don't think we're allowed to say that any longer. <laughs> Throw a flag. <laughs> I know you had it. What did you do with it? <laughs> uh, no, but I, I, I feel confident uh, this is going to be a high-scoring game for us. Uh, we're going to come back. Uh, after uh, what happened this week uh, with some miscues and stuff like that, I think this week uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a, a prediction out there. We're gonna get our first fifty burger of the of the year. <laughs> I'll take it. We're nice. gonna get a fifty burger. Fifty three nights. That's nice. awesome, guys. That's awesome. Appreciate you guys all hopping on. Don't go anywhere. Uh, we're gonna get uh, final thoughts from Tampa Neal myself. Tampa Neal. Real quick for final thoughts, the Bills came. They did what they were supposed to do. They beat 
their third MVP in four games hasn't been done since uh, Troy Aikman did it in 1996. So they they took care of business. It's all they needed to do. We have the Jets coming up. I mean, you guys are talking about players and stuff. I'll tell you one thing. Stefan Diggs is going to make Sauce Gardner wish he was still back in college. I can't wait for that matchup. That's it. Cannot wait for that matchup. Me sauce too. thinks he's good, but he hasn't played. I got Stefan Diggs played. wide receiver. He good. hasn't had Diggs hot sauce yet. Yeah. He's going to get it. He's going to get it in his eyes. Hot sauce. Diggs hot, Diggs hot sauce That's in your eyes. Final thoughts. Oh, final thoughts is the Jets though should I honestly think they should throw the white flag right now. They should not even be playing in their own stadium in New Jersey because Buffalo is kind of upset that they didn't blow the Packers out of the water. Buffalo is coming in there going, guys, division runs through us. AFC runs through us. The Super Bowl is going to go through us. Um, Jets, go back to JV League because you guys are turds uh, and you all can like tie the Patriots and the Dolphins. So you guys suck bills by a billion uh absolute epic show guys and that's all it matters because that's what we do breaking tables every mondays and thursdays so tampa neil before everybody goes anywhere bring us home tampa neil well you know you can always find us right here on the Brilton buffalo network you can find us mondays and thursdays eight o'clock eastern standard time we will be back to our regular scheduled time next week Uh, make sure you pull us up on youtube facebook or twitter live that's the best shows that you will see is us live because it is raw, unedited, best times. Now, tomorrow, if you missed the show, make sure you pull us up wherever you listen to your favorite podcast, whether it's Spotify, Apple Pod, iHeartRadio, Samsung Pod, Google Pod, anything ending with a pod, you will find us and you will love it. Make sure you pull us up, pull us up like us, share us, tell your aunts, uncles, neighbors, don't tell your attorneys. Happy Please don't. Please don't. We love you guys. We love you, Bills Mafia. We'll see you this Thursday at 8 o'clock. I'll be in Tampa. Tampa Neal and I will be doing something special together. Another special Breaking Tables team get-together. We love all y'all. Bills Vader, Bills Spartan, Bills Jason. Guys, thank you so much for joining the show. Go Bills, everybody. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween.